Good morning. First time I've done that. How's a good one? Welcome into the Blitz. It is, uh, let's say Thursday, January 19th. Getting rolling here in the uh, White Claw Hard Seltzer Fan Run Studios. Andy Brock, Sam Beard on the board. Charlie Collier on his way. A little bit late this morning. Still got a friend. Yeah, uh, that's got to be the reason. I would bet that's the reason. The the that that is the number one option in my mind when he said he might be running a bit late. He's just really <laughs> struggling with his tie this morning. Um, if you haven't been listening this week, Charlie has to wear a suit for now three weeks. Three weeks. He he is being punished for the Titans not making the playoffs, not being a playoff team this year. Wheel spin every day, and it's been a steady improvement, hasn't it? It, it really has. The tie is getting better and better. Yeah, maybe. Do we have a uh, do we have a bet on what what colors he's wearing today? Uh, I think he's in a. I feel like he's going to be in a Tennessee checkerboard polo today. Tennessee checkerboard polo. Or I th- I really think he's taking some time to like make sure that he's. Oh, he's, he just well. walked in. Does he have a, a no hats on? No hat. Okay. I kind of like Imagine the hat. Imagine looking look. sharp. I did too. John I, didn't like it. Some people it was... some people can't pull off a hat and suit combo. Yeah. But he can. Charlie's one of those guys. He is. He's one of those. Uh, and I haven't really ever seen him without a hat I, too often. Yeah, I've seen him, but he wears them a lot. <laughs> he's wearing he's wearing them a lot. He's a big hat guy. Yeah, yeah. You, you don't, you don't see him walking. Or, yeah. I'm not a I'm not a huge hat guy. Pink. We're going pink. Oh, we got pink today. today. Pink shirt. This is this is gonna be a good Thursday, I'll tell you what. Pink could be shirt a good for Thursday. Here comes Charlie. Ty's looking a little Ty. little bit better. Not great. He looks defeated too. Man, he looks defeated. It is a nice like little pink shirt. I can tell you're you're close there. Like your steps. Are You've close got like to you got like Easter colors on though. It's not like a winter suit. That's like Easter. It's my favorite color combo. Some spring foliage on. Yeah, you you are looking very springy. My my favorite color combo is uh, is pink and light blue. Okay, it's well, a good color combo. It looks good on you. Yeah. What happened? I'm angry. I'm really like, I'm in a bad mood. Why is that, Charlie? Like, I'm feeling mad. at the, Like, I just driving here, I was getting mad at people driving. Like, I was wanting to just, like, flip someone off just for, like, being slow. And uh, I was just mad at, at the world. Like, I need to Hey, those, those people like, could have been just on a nice Thursday morning stroll. They didn't know you were late for radio. No, I mean, like, I'm mad. Be- like, that's just an expression of my, like, my frustration, my rage right now. Like, I just feel... Full of rage, and it's just I got so angry trying to tie this tie. And at this point, uh, <laughs> like at this point, I know it sounds like a bit, right? Like if I were, <clears throat> if I were one of you guys listening, and it's, it's like we've gotten to Thursday at this point. Like I get it. Like you'd just be like, all right, like this isn't even funny anymore. Why is he continuing to talk about this every day? Is there really? not that much going on that he just has to like make jokes about not being able to tie a tie no i'm just actually like i'm losing my mind like i don't think i I don't get it i don't get it at all because i i i i spent 25 to 30 minutes this morning (laughs) trying to tie this tie in the commercial break after this, we're going to teach you. I'll just but give like, you like the I, I, I watch. It might not look great, but it'll be a, it'll be a very simple. Sam over, will Sam will over, come around your shoulders and like like, like a dad does to his and son over, and just like and <laughs> over and over. I watched the YouTube videos, the how tos. Andy sent me this picture. He's like, "This is the best picture. This it picture is. has been around forever. I've been using it forever." 
I follow those exact steps. He didn't do over it right. Over and over and over. And I didn't even get anywhere close. I, I can't even get close. No, That's the most frustrating part the break, is that I'm not close. At the break, give me that tie. We're going we're gonna to make it right. It's hot in here, too. Why is it hot in here? It is a little bit hot in here. It's always cold. Now it's hot. I don't like that. We've had three straight days where it looks just horrendous outside. I'll tell you what. It's terrible. Yeah, it is. <laughs> well, horrendous. I feel like I'm living in Seattle right now. Yeah. I did not sign I up. I feel for like this I'm weather. living in Bulgaria. <laughs> yeah. And it's what is not Bulgaria? the nice time of the year. In I don't Bulgaria, know what I don't know, know what Bulgaria looks like, but I don't think they deserve that. Yeah, just like gray, Bulgaria is probably beautiful. Gray Eastern Europe. But Bulgaria is very pretty. It it, it feels like Look at it. Bulgaria <laughs> Bulgaria is very beautiful. Feels what outside? Communist. Communist. Yeah. Oh. I mean, yeah, that's one way. It, it feels it. it feels like in those movies, like whenever they, it, when an American movie, like puts a character in Russia, mm-hmm. they always make it really dark. Yeah, I feel like I just watched like Rocky. That's what I feel like we're in. Like mm-hmm. they've put us in a movie. Wow, Bulgaria. Bulgaria is very pretty. It's beautiful. Oh my. You, sh- you shouldn't have said that. <laughs> Take it back. I mean, I think there are some pretty parts in Russia too, but we just we're just not gonna like. True. I mean, uh, to be fair, that. you Google you Google a country, you're gonna get the most beautiful images of that yeah. country, right? Look up, look up bad parts of Bulgaria. Like I'm looking up Russia right now, and I'm seeing clear skies. I mean, you get to see Saint Petersburg too. Saint Petersburg, I think, is like really pretty. Yeah. I mean, Russia's massive. There's got to be at least something that's nice over there. Russia, right? bad landscape. But I'm looking at like Bulgaria, and it does look pretty crazy. No, oh, yeah, it looks really cool. What Apparently, they have some like they, it looks like they have some ocean around them too. Oh, I typed in Bulgaria bad now, and I'm seeing I'm seeing the part that looks like outside right now. Okay, okay, yeah. So they're right on the Black Sea as well. I didn't know they had it, some ocean front or some seafront property oh, in Bulgaria. Things not to do in Bulgaria. Yeah, you picked wrong with Bulgaria. That's like a a, a whole Balkan city, a whole Balkan country. I feel like they're right above Greece. Maybe that would have been a better way. You might as well have just said Greece. Nah, Greece is cool. Bulgaria dark. Bulgaria dark. I see. I didn't get anything good. Most gray European countries. I, dude, I'm telling you, if you type in, go to Google Images and type in Bulgaria bad, it looks pretty rough. <laughs> Bulgaria bad. Yeah, you're right. I bet you could do I mean, you could America do bad. America bad, yeah. America bad also probably looks terrible. If you type in, mm, these Bul- look pretty bad. It just gives you a lot of political cartoons. You type in Bulgaria <laughs> rain though, and I'll say their rain still looks prettier than ours. There's been no uglier rain than the last three days here in Knoxville. Think anyone's in Bulgaria right now listening to this? I hope so. Um, I mean, it's like middle of the afternoon over there, right? I have no idea. Probably like seven hours in front of us. You think I know Bulgarian time? Yeah. No, they're probably six, six or I bet they're six hours. I, I bet they're like fourteen or no, 13, no, 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 12. no. You're no. I mean, they're, they're like they're far west, east, aren't they? No, they are. Yeah, it's five o'clock there. They're seven hours ahead. They're right beside Greece. Bulgaria? Yeah, right really? above Greece. They border Greece. Uh, I guess I thought they were like more where Ukraine is. I mean, kind of. But U- I, Ukraine's I guess, probably seven hours ahead of us. But I thought like the Eastern African countries are like a good twelve hours ahead of us. 
Uh, and it looks like no. when you look at lines of longitude, like those aren't all that different. I'd say like Kiev and like Khartoum, Sudan, like those look like they're just about on the same <laughs> same longitude. I'm looking for Sudan right now. Why can't I? Oh, yeah, you know, you're right. But Africa is not that far of time zone from Europe. <laughs> I don't know. I was watching a show the other day and someone was going back to their home, yeah. I think, in Right Zimbabwe, now, it's the same time in Sudan. It hours. It's the same time in Sudan than it is in Italy. Don't believe it. Believe it. It's real. Time zones, they go up and down. I don't know. I'm just, I'm angry. I'm angry. I want to know how to tie a tie, and I'm embarrassed because I'm a 23-year-old man that can't tie a tie. We're going to get you right at the break. Don't worry. We'll get you on that, Charlie. need a wife. <laughs> just so you think that's that going to solve just, your hey, problems? tie this for me before I go to work, please. I think if you're going to meet a wife, you need to know how to tie a tie first. It's a real catch twenty two, <laughs> you know. How am I? Like, how are you gonna? How am I supposed to meet? How are you gonna get married if you don't know your? Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess not many people are going on dates in full suits anymore, so that's but good. You do. Yeah, that's true. I don't. I only put on a suit for professional activities. You don't even need it to to meet people anymore. Imagine if this was like fifty years ago. And you had to wear a suit for everything. Well, I think I'd probably have a better idea. Maybe. Who decided that suits were, like, the thing? Or a thing? I don't know. The the uh, Roaring Twenties people. I feel like it was definitely... <laughs> it was probably earlier than that. Before that, I mean, because that's, that's when you had the flapper <laughs> girls, too. When did suits? <laughs> Tennessee just got a DB. I bet I could have bagged me a nice flapper girl. Twenties uh, would have been electric. The modern lounge suit appeared in the late 19th century, but its origins go back to the 17th the century. modern lounge suit. I like like he was like, hey, let's decide that. Let's, let's find something complex and uncomfortable. You can blame Check. King Charles the and second. And then let's wear it around and pretend like it's fancy and it makes us fancy. Check. Like, well, you know how much cooler hey. life would be if, 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 if King Charles was like, hey, fancy clothes, T-shirts. Shorts. I'll tell you what, it's probably better than than what people were wearing back in the like the twelve hundreds. I mean, yeah, I imagine I imagine in the twelve hundreds just everyone was itchy. <laughs> yeah, they don't have the fabric like you're wearing right now. I imagine everyone was just smelly and itchy. But uh What if we could get a like wait if you could time travel, where would you go? What year are you going to? I feel like I'd go heavy BC. Like we're going, what? <laughs> we're going way back. I, I would like to just see, to like, see the origins of yeah. Man. Let's go heavy to BC. See what, we're, what we're working with here. I don't want to go. Don't I don't want to go to really, the 1200s. I don't care I don't about really have uh, any medieval times. To time travel, really. I mean, you don't. No uh, desire were, to time travel. Like, like there's no consequences. You just go and like observe. Yeah, I mean, if I were going, if I like, if I was given the ability to time travel, and uh, well, then I would just probably go back to like a year or two ago and just tell. No, you can't. You you're just observing. You you don't change anything of history. Oh, I. You're can't. not talking to yourself. Okay, then I can't you, do that. You just go back somewhere and look. You're like a ghost. Like you're like Minecraft creative mode, where you're just like running around and not not able to do anything. Mm. 
like imagine knowing all the rules of like basketball and you just go back to like the <laughs> barn that John Wooden was like playing some basketball in. That would be cool. And you just start dominating. Like, like, hey, that is an. I know a lot about <laughs> a lot more about basketball than you right now, Mister Wooden. But you're. I, I've never, uh, I've never thought about that. Like you go back to early basketball periods and you just run the NBA. Yeah, you just kill them. Just run the NBA. They wouldn't have. Yeah, imagine that. You you become the next Jerry West because you I know think more Charlie about would Jerry just West. Just go back to like the Nationals World Series or something like something in the within the last ten years. You just live sure. in the present. You just like the present. I think. Send me back to like, I don't know the, Gettysburg Address. You just want to listen to it, and you can read it today. Actually, no. Send me to the uh, – <laughs> I want to go to the I Have a Dream speech. Okay. William Man March. Good thing that's, like, on camera. Like Send you can, me there. You can go on YouTube and watch that. Send me to break. Okay. Are you ready for a career change? Do you feel like your current company culture isn't fostering your entrepreneurial spirit? It's time to take control of your future and join one of the 2021 top workplaces in Knoxville at Axel Logistics. Axel Logistics offers an award-winning company culture and uncapped earning potential and no logistics experience is required. Apply today at axelogistics.com. Come and work for one of Selling Power's top 50 places to sell for in the country. Axel Logistics, build your empire. Linderman Sports Medicine, the volunteer state's leader in orthopedic regenerative medicine. Founded by VFL and fan-run listener Dr. Laura Linderman in Memphis, Linderman Sports Medicine can get you back in the game of life without going under the knife. So if you're ready to get back to doing the physical activities you love without having to undergo painful and risky surgery, visit LindermanSportsMedicine.com today and get back on the road to a healthy, active, fulfilling life. Hey folks, are you tired of long waits and outrageous prices when getting your prescriptions filled? If so, maybe it's time you try National Rx. Located on Kingston Pike and Farragut, National Rx is a locally owned independent pharmacy that specializes in fast, exceptional service and won't price gouge no matter what. Plus, they offer online refills and free delivery. So if you're tired of getting the big box store runaround, give National Rx a call and talk to one of their expert pharmacists about how much time and money you can save by shopping local. You can stop by National Rx in West Knoxville at 11134 Kingston Pike in Farragut, right next to Wendy's. Locally owned and operated, veteran owned and operated. A true fan run business if there ever was one. National Rx, online at nationalrx.com. Hey guys, it's Jake Miller. I know when I hear my friends talk about real estate, the only person I trust is Julia Hurley with Realty Executives. She's a Knoxville native with over 800 homes sold and across the board, five-star reviews. Did I mention Julia Hurley is also a falls relocation expert. Trust my friend Julia Hurley with all your real estate needs, because we do. Call her today, 865-237-7328 and tell her Jake from Fan Run sent you. 
If you or a loved one has been injured in an automobile accident, you deserve the best. With over 20 years experience in car and semi-truck accident cases, the Knoxville-based law offices of G. Turner Howard III have the expertise to handle your case and get you the money you deserve. Visit g3helpme.com to get your free legal consultation and let the G3 team put their experience to work for you. Attorney G. Turner Howard III and his staff understand exactly what you're going through. They'll handle your case and there are no fees unless the G3 team wins for you. Don't wait a minute longer. If you're in Knoxville, Sevierville, Chattanooga, the Tri-Cities, or surrounding areas, let the G3 team go to work for you. Call the law offices of G. Turner Howard III today, 865-558-8030, or visit their website at g3helpme.com to get the legal advice and representation you need and the money you deserve. That's the law offices of G. Turner Howard III at g3helpme.com. Working on it. Steady improvements are being made on the tie. That looks beautiful, Charlie. Let's go. Let's go, baby. Charlie has figured out how to tie a tie now, live on yeah, the place. Yeah, you know, that's not the perfect one because not perfect. The, long one, the long end is a little bit longer, but that's better that's than you've ever done. steady improvement. Your, your collar's a little bit... Uh, it's, it's, all a little, it's all a little askew, but... It, I think you might have done that, Charlie, with the tie fit, like facing backwards maybe like you have the tie right i don't know how he divulged into where it is now because yeah. it was right and then i don't know he, that's, that's what i'm saying no it is that's better than you've ever had it where it's at right now like th that's like that's exactly what i've been saying though right like you saw me do it right and then it somehow ended up wrong again. well because you're like fumbling around with it you're not treating it delicate you're like my hands Whoa. are too big this, no, just, this makes me laugh because it brings me back to like learning. I had the exact same frustration, Charlie. Like when you're first doing it, you're just like, God, like I can, I know what I'm doing wrong, but then you can't figure it out. Well, see, like at least like that's a at least a knot. Like your your tie is in a yeah like a tied knot now when it it hasn't been that. Way. Worst comes to worst, you throw that thing under the collar and you like bury you, it. Uh, you, know, you button up it, yeah. your suit so that you can't see the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> the bottom of the tie sticking out a little bit too much. No, that's not bad, actually. The length is, 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 is better. Once you're sitting down, you just got to adjust a little bit. Oh, yeah, you're doing good. Progress. I mean, you got three weeks to do it. You're going to Yeah, you're gonna no, you're, you're going to be really at good at this by the end. Be, this is you're three gonna be, weeks to do it. You're, you're going to be tying a, tying a tie in your sleep. This is a growing experience. Also, just a timeout. Why have you been bringing juice in a loose cup every day this week? Why not? Why would I what not? What kind of juice is that? Cranberry? No, it's it's literally just water with like, um, you know, like the Mio like stuff you well, put man, in water. No free advertisements for Mio, okay? Well, Mio is a, a big I'm, I'm, big I'm brand. Kidding. I'm kidding. Um, this is just like the caffeine like version of Mio because I don't drink coffee. Mm. You thought about drinking coffee instead? Yes, and I don't like it. 
It doesn't taste good to me. I thought I didn't like it, and then I just lived. I like I like some coffee drinks. I like some coffee drinks. Like I like mochas and like the easy ones that like don't taste like coffee. But anything that like tastes like coffee, I'm out. Like I don't like the taste of. I don't like the flavor of coffee. Like any anything coffee flavored, I don't. I'm out. So I had a I had an americano the other day. It was not what I thought it was. It was very gross. I don't know. See, I don't know what that. It's just espresso, it's just espresso with water. water. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, that was not what I thought it was going to be, and I did not. like I just it. don't like the taste of coffee, and I never have. And I, I thought it would be like, hey, one day you're going to be an adult, and you're just going to enjoy coffee at some point, and it just hasn't happened yet. So you got to make a conscious effort, I think, to enjoy it. Uh, I don't want to enjoy it. I'm fine with where I'm at in life without it. <laughs> think so, about yeah. what. You, think about the man you could become now. I could become more caffeinated, and maybe be more wired. Maybe I, maybe I would get more work done. Who knows? We'll never know. Um, I'm scared to spin this wheel again today. You just gonna do it? You just want to get it over with? Do it right now? I don't know. This early in the show? I don't know. It's up to you. All right, fine. I'll spin a wheel. <laughs> we we've already divulged into into chaos today. Yeah, we need to get back out of it and get into something else here soon. We just want to wrap up the chaos and then let's wrap up the chaos. I'll pull up a wheel and then we'll we'll talk SEC hoops. How about that? I like college hoops. I do. All right. I got the wheel pulled up. Uh, if I get sued for a week again, I don't know how to handle that. <laughs> Never tell it what you don't want. Like, sued for a week wasn't that bad. Can we right? Can we take out some slices and just replace them with, like, suit for, like, two months and just see, like, <laughs> if the wheel just... <laughs> just the rest of the year you're wearing a suit. Suit until the year of the suit, suit twenty twenty three baseball season. Starts. The year of the suit can suit, that be a slice? Suit till, suit till baseball. You got to wear it to the baseball games, like you, <laughs> like a pledge. I'll tell you what, if you give me suit till uh, suit till the MLB season starts on the wheel, I'll give you that. If you give me another in the wheel slice, no. Wait, what? No. You give me a second in the wheel slice, and I'll give you oh. suit till MLB season no. starts. I'm happy with how long you're already wearing a suit, and the potential of getting more weeks added on <laughs> is high. So, I'm good. Yeah, it could just happen again. I think we. I think next year you need to add a suit for a, a football game. I would rather <laughs> die, probably. That would be hilarious. Spin that wheel. All right, it's spinning. It's spinning. It's spinning, and oh. it's a leg wax. Mm. You already got one. Might as well add another. Dang, Charlie. Mine's like just starting to grow back now, too. Mine isn't. Really? So. <laughs> At all? I mean. Like, mine's not fully grown back I guess yet, like, but I, I can no, see it's, progress. it's starting to kind of, sort of, maybe grow back in see the slightest. Ya. Yeah, that's. All right. Oh, man. I don't Gotta. think the leg wax was that bad. Like, I think you're still getting some decent ones here. Yeah, I mean. Could be worse. Like it, it's a 30 seconds of pain type of thing. And then you just have an odd, I'll go, odd no patch of hair on your body. I'll go buy some more leg waxing strips tomorrow. I feel like have some left over. I feel like the nightly NBA game slice is not big enough. Like, are all those slices equal in size? The NBA yeah. game book report. <laughs> I want that. I want that so bad. I work four nights a week until like eleven o'clock, so that would make things incredibly. Well, good thing the NBA games don't really get over till midnight. So I would have to like. <laughs> I mean, I would have to record NBA games. No, you just, like, read the recaps in the morning. Just, like, watch some highlights. 
Check out Sports um, Center. Did you guys know that there's speaking of the NBA? Did you guys know there's a game in Paris tonight? Really? Yeah. Who? Huh? Pistons and the Bulls. Shout out NBA Paris game 2023. Yeah, the Pistons Wait. have a lot of uh, Parisian connections. I thought there's already been an international game in the NBA, also involving the Bulls. I don't know. Killian Hayes, he's Probably from not. France. Um, we also drafted Sekou Dimboya that one time. He <laughs> he was from France. The Pistons love drafting guys from France. Well, uh, we got breaking news. And Buddy Behan. We got some breaking news in the Tennessee realm. So we'll go ahead and catch a break, and we'll dive into the breaking news on the other side. Back here on the Blitz. (laughs) January 19th, Thursday, 10.34 p.m. Rocking and rolling with you. We're a smooth jazz channel now, not a sports talk radio show. Smooth jazz. Mm. Uh, yeah, breaking news. It's over to the breaking news desk, Sam. Play the uh, the short one. You want the short one? How about the regular one? That one's not good enough. Nah, it's too I short. I like the long one. Sounds like my World Cup Sam, update. We're, we're going to have to talk about How many times are we going to have to explain this? Anyway, breaking news. Tennessee has landed a commitment in the transfer portal, snagging veteran corner, former Vanderbilt corner, and former BYU corner, Gabe Judy Lolly. Tennessee just becoming a uh, BYU pipeline of sorts, at least defensively. Uh, already, Already grabbed their leading tackler and defensive captain, at linebacker when the portal first opened back in December. Now you're adding a corner as well. Um, again, he started his season, or he started his career in the SEC, started at Vanderbilt, uh, went back to BYU, and now with plenty of starting experience, he, uh, he comes back to Tennessee. So, again, first three seasons at Vandy, BYU last year, had a great year, and earn the right to get back to the SEC. Uh, two years of eligibility remaining still. Um, took an official visit January 4th and 5th that weekend. An Austin, Texas native. He was also considering Baylor and UCLA. City he heard from a huge uh, slew of schools, but before he ultimately settled on the Vols. Said the SEC is the best conference in football. I knew that, and if I had the opportunity to make my way back, I wanted to make that happen. Did I ever think it'd be Tennessee? No, but hey, you know, opportunities, they arise from different areas, so I'm just definitely excited to be back. Uh, He started BYU's final 10 games. He also started 10 games at Vanderbilt in 2021. He has 23 career starts. This past season, 46 tackles, 7 pass breakups, half a tackle for a loss. I mean, it's good to add depth, right, at this position. Like, it's good to add more bodies at what was definitely your worst position a a year ago. I mean, the corner position a year ago was pretty bad. Um, I mean, next year, 
I mean, you, you return a lot of those guys. You know, Danico Slaughter's back. Um, guys that you, like, lost for injury this year back. You know, guys like, uh, you know, some of your younger guys, some of your guys that you got through the portal, uh, get another year of experience. But I, I, I still – That's going to be a – uh, the same. Like, you guys probably don't have a lot of confidence in that unit moving forward still, right? Well, it's going to be a position group that will be really fun to monitor uh, when spring practice comes around just because, you know, they had – a lot of their newcomers in there for bull practice like they had all five of their main new freshmen main newcomers in action practicing with the team at the end of the season competing uh coach Heibel is very complimentary of that group of course he probably wouldn't say otherwise so hard to determine It'd be really funny if he was <laughs> just like oh man these, these new dbs are terrible i'm tired of these high school seniors yeah why are they ruining here? our bull practices yeah no so but he said that you know he he you know, praised their athleticism, said that they were meshing in pretty well. So it'll be really fun to monitor some of these new guys. You know, adding in a little bit of experience definitely never hurts. Um, it's kind of like an open book, you know, who can take what spot, who's going to emerge, who, who are going to be some of the front runners. I love spring practice. Like, I know, I'm do sure you? you do. I do. I actually do just because it's like, it's just so random to me. I don't, honestly. I don't really, I don't like, I don't really like being teased. I don't like the... Uh, the orange and white game has always been kind of frustrating to me. It's like, you know, like, cool, I guess, that you're playing football and you get to see the team again. But I, I kind of like spring practice because you just, like, yeah, I don't know, you just get, like, random, like, little things. Like, you see random things from random players. Like, it just it's, it seems very random to me. Like, right now, you're just in the dark. You don't know what's going on with the team. And then all of a sudden, like, it hits March. You're like, oh, wait, hey, we're going to do all these press conferences again. Like, here we are. We're playing spring practice. Like, this team is going to look completely different in six months, but here's some sort of product. Like, here's some sort of update, you know? I mean, I guess. I don't know. It's don't, just it's so random love, to me. I don't, like, love trying I'm not to like, draw conclusions from, like, spring practice. Yeah, and that's though. the thing. Like, you can't draw conclusions. And that's what we're going to – like, but that's what we are, we're asked to do is to, like, try our best to come but up with – But you can't, and that's the fun of it is that that thing really – it doesn't really matter what you say about it because it's all going to be different in a few months. So it's like you can just have I fun mean, with it. this spring ball, definitely going to have some juice, right? We're going to have – Yeah. I mean, we're going to be getting daily Nico updates – the entire conversation That's why it's, yeah, it's is going to be around the quarterbacks. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be – there's going to be some hysteria for sure in this spring ball. But, I mean, you had a corner. Look, I, I can't tell you enough about him right now to, to tell you whether he can really start. I mean, it doesn't sound like it, you know, that he can necessarily come in here and, and, and be a starter. Like, I don't think he's the kind of person in the portal that you go get to, like, fill a hole in your starting eleven. You know, sometimes there are those 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 portal guys that hey, you know, wherever he signs, he's going there to start, and, and there are a bunch of schools after him. This does feel more like a a depth add to Tennessee and somebody that you can add in to compete because I think that's really, I mean, that's really what you're looking for right now if you're Tennessee at the the corner position. It's just we need more guys to compete. Uh, you know, that was one of the areas that I, I think you really needed to kind of rebuild yeah. uh, a little bit. You know, obviously, you were lucky enough. You were fortunate enough to have like Alante stay over and and uh, Theo Jackson both. But that's also where you lost a lot of guys to your roster attrition in your lower classes, your lower levels. Uh, you know, your freshmen and your sophomores when Jeremy Pruitt left. So you just kind of needed to re you know rebuild your base, and and you you're working on that. You added another piece. I mean, in the uh, in this last recruiting class, like you mentioned, <clears throat> those guys. We're already there for bowl practice, but 
you signed three top 50 corners. Um, you know, you bring back, again, a load of, of corners, and now you add another piece from BYU, a guy that started in the SEC and then uh, was starting for BYU and playing some pretty good football a year ago. So, I mean, it just – at the very least, another guy you can throw into the mix and, and you know, maybe – with two years of eligibility left, that's a guy that can kind of peek into a starter for you at some point, too. Um, feels like Tennessee's getting close to being done in the portal. Still, at this point, now that Taven... We didn't really talk about it. I guess now that Taven Jackson's gone, you got to find another quarterback somewhere. That's probably if i had to guess maybe even something that happens in like the second wave of of the transfer portal that happens around spring ball i i think maybe someone that lost a job or really got buried and and wants to hit the portal maybe they'll want to come be a tennessee's third string quarterback but you're gonna have to find somebody and that's not an easy thing to do i mean to find someone that's good, worth bringing in and worth using a scholarship on, but also was willing to come, again, probably be a third-string quarterback. Yeah, how big of a need do you think that really is? If it's, like, I think it's a pretty big need. I mean, you just... Taven Jackson didn't play all year. I mean, it's just a need in the sense that, like... Just in case. You cannot be a Power 5 program and go into a season with two scholarship quarterbacks. Gotcha, yeah. No, like, I get that's that. just not a thing. Not very appealing, though, to come and be a third-string. No, I mean, it's not going to be anyone that we're going to be like, oh, let's JT go. JT Shrout went in the portal. I mean, yeah, like, it's not going to be JT Shrout, probably, but it's going to yeah. be somebody like JT Shrout. Like, hey, come. Yeah, like, you're not come hang you're out. not going to start, and you probably won't ever start. That, like, that's a terrible pitch, because you like, you got a freshman yeah, phenom. Just, you <laughs> probably gotta, will never you'll play. You'll never play. It just seems that that's what I, I think that's what I'm saying is it seems like a hard pitch more a hard instead of sell. like I think you're right it's a need probably but it's it's a hard sell to be like hey come come sit behind Joe well, Milton who's our it, starter and the number one player in the country who's going to be our starter 100 percent and like after after Joe well I mean much I think that have a chance to play that's like I mean it kind of works for like the realm of player that you're after though I mean I think again. You get into spring ball and you have like a group of five quarterback lose the start like lose the quarterback battle and and you say hey you want to come be our third string maybe you have two years of eligibility next year you can be a backup quarterback you can be one snap away for playing for Tennessee I mean that's the pitch right I mean it's hey next year you can have every opportunity to be in the program and and be Tennessee's backup quarterback and that's a pretty decent place to be given where you're at right now but. Tennessee will need to add a quarterback. Other than that, I do feel like they're pretty close to being done. Um, maybe you like to add some more offensive line depth. Like maybe you want to add uh, one like running back in there, add a little bit of running back depth. Like maybe you still want to add a little bit of secondary depth. Maybe like Jordan Addison last year, you know, there's some spring ball uh portal entry that's a, a real luxury player that you decide hey we we like luxury we can try to go you know add something that wasn't really a need but is, is now come available like maybe something like that presents itself uh but it does feel like you're, you're pretty much wrapping things up there uh but we'll go ahead and wrap up this segment we'll talk sec hoops on the other side so you're watching the game and you see another bit if you're a uconn fan uh i don't know if it's like time to start freaking out or anything like you're you're a tournament team so you're also 
below 500 in conference play now. Yeah. And you entered conference play with like a 60 something percent chance to win the Big East. Yeah, no, you look bad. Like like different things need to happen. Uh you need to get back on track. You've got Butler and, and Xavier at home. That Xavier game is going to be huge. Um and I feel like you should treat that as a must win. Um yeah, we're we're going for you were one of the last undefeated teams in college basketball. You were right there. Um almost at the new year until you lost to Xavier as one of three undefeated teams left in the country. And then since that first loss, you've only won one game in between. Yeah, I mean, you're one and four in January. Yeah. And then, yeah, one and five in your last six. So, yeah, obviously something needs to change. The Big East is a, is a competitive conference. They've lost a good team, Xavier, Providence, Marquette. But St. John's and Seton Hall recently, those aren't as as good of losses. Like, yeah. Then, I mean, also Xavier last night went on the road to DePaul and promptly got upset, allowed DePaul to have a top ten upset. Yeah. I don't know. I what, love when I love when DePaul does does knock off someone every once in a while. It happens. I always feel so bad for DePaul. They're just They can never get it together. They feel like the least relevant team in, in college basketball. In power six. I'm be honest. At maybe. least in the power six. Gotta be close. Like I, I feel like they're the most forgettable team in college basketball. You might be right. What 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 is their? I, I can't even forget. Remember their mascot right now. Or like, or like, or like Boston College. At least they've had some like good players. Like they had like Sky, whatever the other year. I guess. But I guess DePaul <laughs> also had that like cool guy on the end of their bench that did those dances that one time. So yeah. I would like if I could pick any Power Six team to like be successful and just have a random like top ten season though though it would be DePaul. Like how fun it would, would it be, be very like, cool. How fun would it be if next year DePaul was just like 20, 25 and four? It would be unreal. <laughs> no, I, I think everyone would get behind that. Like everybody uh, would. But yeah, no, I feel like it, the reason why I'm not like specifically panicking yet on UConn, you're definitely worried. Like this is a worrying, worrying month. It is just January though. Um, and I will say their head coach, Dan Hurley, was not on the court last night. Right. Uh, and their assistant. So. That is a big factor. Would you still consider UConn a title contender? Um, I, that's hard because, like, you know, you I never would know. I they're that. not in that short list anymore. They might have been at the beginning. They're not in that short list anymore, and they're it's slowly is, is slipping away. Is anyone from Big East on the short list? Is Xavier still on the short list? That's a good I mean, question. I know they climbed up to number eight, but you know, lost to DePaul last night. Xavier's been impressive, but like. It's so hard to like, been, like so hard to qualify contender. what considers like a championship contender. Like I, to me it's like eight to ten teams. Yeah. I don't know if I, I wouldn't have anyone in the Big East at this point in there, probably. Uh, that's fair. I don't think I would either. The SEC though, they played three games last night. Uh Auburn, man, things really going south for LSU pretty quickly this season. Auburn just in time for a Saturday matchup yeah, with Tennessee. Yeah, just in time for them to like find yeah. 92 points in like 48 possessions or something yeah. and, and and end our lives. Uh Yeah, Auburn <laughs> Auburn beat them 67-49 last night. Uh, you also had A&M just eke one out in, in an ugly 54-52 victory over Florida. Florida their final possession was disgusting. I don't know if anyone watched that. Um, oh, Bucks just fired Byron Leftwich officially. Yep, saw that. Uh, and <laughs> Missouri, they upset Arkansas last night. I guess it's an upset. It's not really an upset. It's a big. I mean, Missouri uh, needed it though. Missouri, Missouri needed, needed it. it in the worst way. That game was absurd. I. It was absurd. Don't really like. 
I don't understand how this game was what it was. It also ended at like eleven forty. Yeah. Uh, it was like a three-hour basketball game. It started. The game started with a review. Almost That's when you know. That's just then, when you yeah, know. Yeah, I was just like, oh, we're in it for the long haul tonight. Um, but Arkansas drops to twelve and six. They just. You know, lost to Four Vanderbilt straight too. losses. Lost to Vanderbilt as well by double digits. Four straight losses. Three three of those have been on the road, though. So, they again, hasn't been an easy start. But, yeah, you, you can't be losing to Vanderbilt on the road. So, I guess, like, this is the question we keep asking. Let's ask it again. We know it's Tennessee, Alabama at the top. And then there's a gap. But who is the third best team? Uh, if you're asking right now, it's Auburn. If you're asking right now, it's Auburn. The way they've been playing. Um, again, their non-conference schedule was not impressive, but now you know they've established a very comfortable win over over LSU on the road. Again, not easy to ever win on the road. I mean, Tennessee will find out on Saturday how easy it is to win in Baton Rouge. I don't know, uh, but you almost beat them by twenty. Um, home win Mississippi State. Road win Ole Miss. Not that impressive. I mean, it is what it is. Mississippi State. Not a bad team, but clearly not among the top half of the SEC. I think they're just taking care of business enough, maybe to be considered that third best team. We're going to find out more of what they're made of later on in the year when they've got to come to Knoxville, when they've got to host Alabama, and then also go to Alabama later on in the year. But I think just the consistency in which they've been playing, and I mean just generally their record and their winning games they should, and other teams aren't winning games as much, I feel like you've got to put them three at the moment, right? I don't see another yeah, team I mean, that you I can. Guess, like, 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 who else is going to go I mean, up there? They didn't play anyone in the non-conference, really. They, they didn't, they, and, and, and that's just did, like how weird it is because like, no other team has deserved that three and then, spot. Like, they did the lose a couple games, like they lost to Memphis, and they and you know they lost to. Uh, sorry, it was uh, USC. They lost to, like USC. Like neither of those in them, you know, singled out or bad losses. They're not. You know, good losses either, but they're not bad losses. But then you get into January, you lose to Georgia, and then you beat LSU, Mississippi State, Ole Miss, and Arkansas. Like I still don't even know if those are really like telling. You know, they, no, but you're winning. You're at least now winning games you should, and right. that has not happened with a lot of SEC teams. Right. I guess it's yeah. I guess it's just a case of like, well, if not them, who else? Exactly. But I guess then is. Is Missouri the third best team? Kentucky's the third best the team. Third best no, team? Kentucky's the fourth best team for sure. Or I mean, excuse um, me, yeah, fourth best team is is it Missouri? Is it is it A no. and M? It's it's maybe now, and you hate to just assume that after two games, but if Kentucky sticks with the momentum they have now, and they, I feel I think they're finally making different decisions with their lineup. Xavier Wheeler has now become a, a role player. It looked really good. Oscar Sheboy looked really good against Georgia. If you if you get that production, then Kentucky should be there in the top four of the SEC. I hate to throw just, out the, the earlier stuff this season. I mean, I just think that yeah. that's if you're going to do that for Kentucky, then you have to do that for Texas A and M. And Texas A and M still been more impressive as of late than than Kentucky, arguably. I see that. Like if you're yeah, Texas A and M just doesn't have a good win. No, but they have five of them. I mean that Missouri win they won by eighteen like that was a pretty decent win. Um, yeah, I just feel like if you're Kentucky, like you're still just eight days removed from getting beat by South Carolina at home. Like, yeah, I still, no. still I, I still just for don't sure. think that 
I'm just saying in, in terms of power rankings, I have Kentucky still at the top four, just in terms of the talent they have and, and the potential that they have. Texas A&M, though, yes, like you, you got to give them credit. Where credit's due, they're also winning games that they should, and they're turning things around, and they probably do deserve to be up there. I think them and Missouri can compete for that fifth spot. The SEC just feels so strange this year. really does. Arkansas, too. I forget about Arkansas. You I'm still can't count to, them I, out, I guess. They're but one they're, and five right now. Not good. No, it's not I good. I really think. I really. They're think so short-handed. They've lost. They've lost all their talent. Yeah, I mean, it's not. You know, it's it, it's just a series of unfortunate events for the Razorbacks. But I don't know. I can, I kind of uh, the last I guess three two, three weeks maybe I've been just waiting and and, and waiting for for Musselman to pull his magic, to pull some of that that must bust magic and pull this team together and figure out a way. You know, to play to their strengths and 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 play some winning basketball and whatever else, and it just just doesn't feel like that's going to happen. Well, also again, Arkansas last year started zero and three, one and five is different. But again, I like we've seen with Coach Muss's team. Yeah, I mean, they one can and get three, better as you but go. like zero and three. Oh yeah, I mean zero and three, but like. They're not as in uh, they weren't in, in, in nearly as dire of a, like a roster situation as they I, are agreed. Now. Yeah, no, it, it's completely different now. I mean, so now that they're one and five too, like Nick Smith, there's no way he comes back. No, right? no, these next two games at home with Mississippi and, and LSU are must wins for Arkansas. Period. Like you, you can't lose either of those two before you play Baylor on the road in the Big Twelve SEC Challenge. Uh, yeah, I mean you've you've got to win these next two. Get off this losing streak. Get something figured out. It's starting to get must-win territory in the SEC for Arkansas. Hour one done. Hour two's on deck. We got a we got a phone call waiting for us on the other side. Stay with us here on the Blitz. <laughs> 